This is the Alchemized Life Podcast. I'm your host, Ava Johanna, and I am so grateful to have you here joining me for yet another soul expansive conversation. My intention with every episode is to show you through storytelling and in-depth conversations that you, yes, you are capable of creating anything you desire. Alongside yours truly, you'll hear from thought leaders and industry voices, and together we will teach you how to come alive in your authentic expression and remember the infinite power of your soul. We're covering topics like wealth, worthiness, the pursuit of your passions, and you'll be inspired to break all the rules of living an ordinary life. You were truly put on this planet to have it all. The thriving spiritual practice, the steamy relationship, the income, and the impact. So together, let's align with our divine selves and alchemize your life. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Alchemized Life Podcast. I am your host, Eva Johanna, and today I am going to use a very wonderful teachable moment from a Instagram comment that I received over this past weekend, as well as an experience that I had about a year ago inside of a mastermind. So we're going to be talking all about triggers today because let's be honest, triggers come up all the time. We actually can't escape them because our triggers are pointing us in the direction of areas where we're giving an opportunity to heal, to rewrite, to choose again. And so as I was sitting down to ask myself, how can I be of service through the podcast? What can I share here to ultimately support as many of you as possible in navigating triggers like a badass, because that is exactly what you are, but also take it from my own experience in how to transmute the energy of a trigger to benefit you and benefit the world overall, benefit your clients, benefit the people in your life, your friends, your family members, your partner, your lover. And I'll share I think first and foremost from my perspective last year. So last year I was in a mastermind. It was absolutely amazing. And at the time I was also leading my very first mastermind, which was a six month program. And within the mastermind that I had joined as a client, there were so many, so many powerful women beside me. And when I decided to join the mastermind, part of the intention of me joining was that I wanted to be in a space with a lot of powerful women. I wanted to be surrounding myself with other women that were operating at or around the same caliber of devotion, excitement, and direction in their lives and in their businesses. The beautiful thing is that we all were doing different things, but we all had that same fire, that same passion, that same excitement, and again, devotion to what we were doing. And so as I went through the mastermind and, you know, really, again, set this intention of wanting to be not only surrounded by that much power, but also comfortable with that much power and 
able to see myself as worthy of being around that much power and equal to all of that power. Which meant that really what I was being asked to evolve through and rise above was everything from imposter syndrome, comparison, self-doubt, sister wounds, lack, in order to feel like, yeah, I belong here. I mean, how many times have we had experiences where it's like, I want to feel like I belong here? At the core, belonging is one of the most innate and important parts of our psychology because, and I've shared this before in episodes around breathwork and around AOB, but because at the core, belonging is survival, right? And so when we feel like we don't belong, that threatens our very existence, even though it might not feel like that. It might just feel like, oh my gosh, there's so many amazing human beings around me and I, I want to belong. I want to feel comfortable and, and settled and like confident in this space. That might be what it feels like, but for our, our very um, animalistic makeup of our physiological and, and neurological design, it's survival. That's the belonging piece. And so we all want that. And there's a lot of aspects of our upbringing and how the world works that have created these wounds around belonging. And I see this especially with women. I'm even thinking about that one song, um, the Beyonce song. I think it's Flawless, the remix, where um, that activist, I don't remember her name, has that um, entire like 30 second or minute long chunk. It was from one of her speeches or a poem that she had written. And one of the things that she shares is as women, we are, we are built and we are um, trained and taught to compete against each other, right? So this is so ingrained in generations and generations of women competing against each other, women being plotted against each other, it not being safe to be seen and celebrated by other women because that meant that it was taking something away from you. And so in this mastermind space, I was very aware that the sisterhood wound was going to come up. And it first did, like the very first day, I think even before we started, it came up with the leader of the mastermind, the mentor, sharing all of the different women that were a part of the program on her Instagram stories and me just like being like, oh, I'm so excited to see who I'm going to be with for the next five months. And oh, wow, the way that this woman talks is so eloquent. And wow, I love that she shared it like this or, oh my gosh, this woman, she's so beautiful and she's got this huge following and it looks like her community is obsessed with what she's sharing. And oh my gosh, this woman does something really similar to me. Ah, and so it was like this major excitement to be around so many powerful women and this, oh my gosh, am I going to be able to belong? And then that went away when we had our first call and then we had calls, I think bi-weekly for five months straight and I kind of dipped in and out of that. But throughout the entire container, there was this really big trigger of, 
I'm comparing myself to these other women and I feel really small sometimes. Now, if I didn't have the emotional intelligence and awareness around those feelings, then I might've ran away. I might've tried to pull out of the container. I might've said, this isn't the place for me because I feel really uncomfortable. But again, because I have the awareness there, I knew that that trigger was an aspect of my desire and my intention for being in that space in the first place, which again was to feel really comfortable, confident, and like I belonged around power. So that by the end of the container, I remember when we were follow, like closing out the container, we all went around and shared reflections of each other. By the end of the container, I could sit there and listen to every reflection for every single individual, as well as the reflections about me from every single individual, and be in true celebration and feel perfectly at place within my own unique authority and expression and energy. I want to talk today about triggers and how to overcome them and how this mastermind experience actually was one of the greatest catalysts in me healing so many of the triggers that I had lodged, <laughs> lodged down inside of me so deep that it took being around power for me to pluck them out, process them, and create space for a new reality. Now, in our society today, it seems like we're always trying to avoid triggers, right? Be soft, be kind, watch your words. In fact, over the weekend when I received this ludicrous comment on one of my older posts, it was a comment that was just full of being triggered and projecting a story onto me and my expression. And this person ultimately was setting me up or asking to set me up to be more soft and gentle with my expression. So the thing about triggers, when they come up, whether it was with this woman specifically or the example I gave with the mastermind experience, the thing about triggers is that you do not need to create meaning or a story out of them that is going to only perpetuate the story or the victimization that is creating the trigger in the first place. And I want to add a caveat here because of course there are going to be triggers that are way out of line and warranted and there are going to be triggers, This is, and this is what I'm really talking about, there are going to be triggers that are simply just stories and projections of your own limitations and your own beliefs. So as an example, this person that commented on my post had a trigger and a story around what it meant to be successful. That money and more money 
equaled emptiness. Or that letting go of relationships means that you're a bitch and you're lonely. And so again, I have the awareness to see that, okay, when you say this thing or say this or this or this, I can see the story that you are allowing to permeate your reality. And that my story around money, around relationships, around self-expression is challenging that story and that challenge is what's creating the trigger. But the beauty of the trigger, if we choose to not let it mean something about us or about reality, is that it's actually data. It's just a data point. So going back to this mastermind example, the times where I felt triggered because I felt small or was comparing myself to someone else was actually just data letting me know where I had still not healed a shadowy aspect of myself. The trigger had nothing to do with anyone else besides me and my reality. And that is how 99% of triggers exist. Again, there is the 1%, but we're not talking about that 1%. And I know you know I'm not talking about that 1%. What I'm talking about is taking radical responsibility for the 99% of triggers that are actually just the stories and the beliefs that have felt really comfortable and have built up your realm of reality and how the world works for you. So for me, the value of being in this mastermind space was that all of these little triggers came up for me. And the way that I overcame these triggers, even though it was hard and I could have ran away, <laughs> was that I leaned into and saw the gift of every single one of them. That every single time a woman would celebrate her success or her launch or her breakthrough, I simply looked at it as an opportunity for me to celebrate and heal the parts of me that felt comparison or small in the light of another woman's success. What that did was allow me to calibrate to finding comfort and excitement and confidence in being in a space of power. And so these mastermind spaces are so powerful because the value of being next to other powerful women and witnessing their breakthroughs and witnessing their successes and witnessing all of these different aspects of what they're navigating is that you get to receive from it all too. And so even though I was being triggered in some forms or some aspects, or even though this woman who commented on one of my older posts was triggered from what I was sharing, there was the exposure to another way. There was an exposure to a different reality. There was an exposure to something that was true for another person. And I've said this many times before, but if we can see it come to fruition for somebody else, all that is doing is opening us up to a new reality where it can be possible for us as well too. It opens us up to a new field where it already exists, where we're aware of it, we're conscious of it, it's there, right? 
I think I was saying this on a episode, a recent episode, but when I first started my business, I couldn't wrap my head around making a hundred thousand dollars in a month. Are you kidding me? I didn't even see anybody on Instagram doing that. I had no idea that that was possible. And then I started investing in high level mentorship. I started seeing the growth of five figure months, which was really big for me. And I was like, oh my gosh, that sounds amazing. And then 20K months and then 50K months. And then I started seeing that individuals were having six figure months and seven figure months. And once I started seeing that, it was like, oh, this exists. This is in my realm of reality now. Being in a mastermind is a constant way to expose yourself to different realities because you are being surrounded and have access to, and this is so rare, right? To have this much access to so many different experts, so many different styles, so many different backgrounds, so many different energies, and be able to see the variety of it all work. It is so beautiful. Because not only that, do you get to see the variety and the, the just spectrum of how success can happen, but you also get to be exposed to how every single one of these individuals operates and shows up in a coach and client container, which for those of you that are coaches is so freaking valuable. I cannot tell you the amount of times that I was able to up-level my ability to coach and to be a mentor just simply by witnessing the way that my mentor coached the women inside of the mastermind while I just sat back and listened and watched. From embodiment work to mindset work to energy work, all of those pieces I got to witness. And that was so incredible. So this, this space was not just a way for me to pluck all of my triggers that I really wanted to see heal, but it also created an opportunity for me to become a better leader and a better mentor by witnessing and observing someone at a high level do the thing as well. And not just someone actually, but multiple someones. And that's so freaking amazing to have access to. So while I was in this mastermind and this experience, leaning into the triggers instead of running away from them, What I realized is that the triggers themselves are either going to be unconscious and creating patterns or exposed and asking us to be felt and responded to differently. So the beauty of this space, even though at times it would trigger me, and I feel like I should also clarify that it was one of the most transformational experiences I've ever had. And these triggers were very few and far between, but they did come up and they came up for everyone in the group. But again, because I chose to lean into them and see the gift of all of them that did come up, I was able to expose 
expose the trigger, feel it and respond to it differently so that there was a deep level of healing happening that broke the patterns that were keeping me limited in either my earning potential, my connection to other women and successful women, the way that I showed up as a leader, like all of those things were upgraded because of my choice to lean in. And of course, it's easy to lean in when you're surrounded by women that want to see you succeed, even if they're getting a little triggered too with your success, because it all happens, right? But the beauty of having a group of people that have your back when you are navigating a trigger, an activation, an intense emotional time is that you have people that will continue to hold you so that you rise instead of sink. And that was such a big piece of overcoming the trigger for me was realizing that even though I was feeling this activation, I was being held with so much love and that there was still this constant love there. And that changed so much for me to realize that because I got out of my way and this story and this projection of not feeling like I belonged because that was at the core of it, right? So when you are in spaces like this and experience a trigger, Or when you're on social media and someone says something that makes you feel some type of way. Your invitation is to lean in, to feel it fully, and to respond to it differently. So maybe the typical response would be, oh, I'm feeling really triggered by this person and I'm just going to unfollow them because I don't. I don't like their views on this thing or this thing or this thing. Maybe the invitation there, instead of I'm just going to unfollow them and run away from just feeling the fullness of what this is bringing up within me is, why don't I like this? What's the story there? If I were to pull back a curtain and get a little bit more clarity on where this activation of my emotional state is coming from, what is underneath there? Because again, In this realm of triggers that I'm talking about related to success, impact, confidence, expression, 99% of the time, it's not a them thing, it's a you thing. And the you thing is giving you an opportunity to alchemize it, to transmute it. So it's no longer a you thing. You don't think it's a they thing. But it's, again, a door opening for you to step into a greater level of self-leadership in your life and to heal the things that are unconsciously creating patterns. And even though it doesn't always feel fun, it is fun, right? This growth thing is fun. Choosing to lean in It's like a a sick, twisted fun, right? Where it's like, oh my gosh, this is uncomfortable. I'm feeling so much and I'm going to continue leaning in. Wow, I feel really small in this container right now in this moment. And I'm going to continue to lean in because I told myself that this is what I wanted to create out of it. 
right? I had a client that hired me to help her work on her money beliefs. And of course they came up, right? Do we sink or do we rise when the thing that we want to work on confronts us? That's what the trigger is, right? The trigger is the door opening for you to sink or to rise. And I have a feeling that if you're listening to this, you're at a point where you are ready to rise, where you know the value of leaning in. And that's so exciting. I mean, I think about it the first time that I invested in my one-on-one coach. It was scary. I was triggered around money, even though I knew I wanted to be there. And it's funny because I actually knew how much she would charge, not because she told me. I just like had this intuitive feeling. I was like, it's going to be $10,000. That was my first big investment. I was like, it's going to be $10,000. And even though I knew before she even told me, and I knew that that was a space that I wanted to be in, I still felt triggers around money. And perhaps a past version of myself would have been like, oh, I got to wait. Got to wait until the temperature is perfect. But that version of me in that moment knew that it was time to lean in. It was time to lean into the edge that I knew would push me past every single limitation that had been blocking me from really stepping into the person that I knew I was here to become. And most edges and most triggers are, again, just this big old invitation saying, hey, Are you ready to step into a new level of who you are meant to become, how you are meant to respond, how you desire to speak, how you desire to show up, how you desire to hold yourself, the relationships that you want around you, the way that you spend your money, the way that you talk about and believe your work, the way that you hold your clients, like all of those pieces, I can promise you this, artfully playing with your triggers and leaning into them is going to upgrade all aspects of self And that is beyond a gift. So don't fear your triggers. Let them be the sick, twisted games you play to get even more in love with your life and who you are and the caliber of the woman that you hold yourself to be. Because that's truly what it is. Invitations to love life more. Invitations to be a better leader invitations to be a better lover, invitations to be a better communicator, invitations to be a better advocate and support to the people around you. And so I hope that this just anchors in a different context to how you can work with your triggers. And again, an invitation for you to take radical responsibility over that 99% of the triggers and if you're listening to this and hearing my story and the, the, the catalytic energy of this container, this mastermind that I was in, and you are wanting to create that level of depth and celebration within yourself and then your community and have that proximity to power, the Iconic Mini Mastermind, I think I talked about it a little bit last week, but the Iconic Mini Mastermind is a six-week mini mastermind, so you'll get a taste a taste of what it's like to be in the presence of power and to start calibrating yourself to that next level. And again, exposing yourself and having access to the many different ways that women in power 
are showing up and doing the damn thing. The way that I see this mastermind is that it's an opportunity for you to pull out an entirely new rule book and say, this is how I want to do things. This is the type of power I want to step into. This is what I'm deciding I am meant for and choosing through how I spend my time, my energy, my money, and who I surround myself with. And I truly believe that this type of investment is you saying I am worthy of how I choose to spend my time, energy, and money. I am the type of woman who is meant to be in spaces like this, meant to surround myself with women like this, meant to make this type of money, this type of impact, have this type of reach. (sighs) I'm so excited. So we start on August 1st, six weeks, mini mastermind. Again, a taste, dip your toes in. The water feels freaking incredible. And if you are interested, only way to get in touch about this mini mastermind is through Instagram. So send me a DM at Ava Johanna. We'll link my Instagram in the show notes. And if you are not ready to jump into a mastermind or a higher level commitment like this, then we are so excited because the Vision Board Life Bundle is back on sale for this week only. And speaking of having access to many different energies and experts and authorities, there are over 35 courses inside of this bundle and it will blow your mind. We have almost a thousand people, I think maybe three shy of a thousand people that signed up for the bundle the first time around. And it truly is invaluable to have access to this many incredible thought leaders. So we'll link that in the show notes as well. And again, if you are interested in Iconic, the mini mastermind starts on August 1st, send me a DM at Ava Johanna. And I love you all so much. I'll see you next week. 